Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. I can do it all by myself. That's what we always say as kids. Yep, kids are always that way. I can do it. Yeah, and as men, we don't really grow out of that. No. I think we just, there's a strain of that in us that just yeah. despises thinking about anybody else having agency over our life well, besides and, and us. To me, the best thing to help us do that yeah. is YouTube. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I know someone else did it. Yeah. So I'm going to see and they'll tell me how to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's true. I've used YouTube for a ton of stuff. Well, I think that's why the, uh, like we just, we like feeling independent. We, do. we like thinking that if we just really try, yeah. we can fix anything in our life. Yep. Even yeah. our mind. Mm -hmm. But the truth is there is a lot more to it than just trying. Yeah. There's a lot more to it than just self-discipline. A lot more. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that today. One of the most underestimated and overlooked elements of succeeding in your mental life. We're discussing that on the show. This is the Thriving Man Podcast with David and Reese Maxwell. These weekly shows are designed to help you remove the confusion from your life and make real progress with your growth. No matter where you are or where you're going, we're here to help you live a life you can be proud of. So welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast. Welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast, where our goal is to help you live a life that you can be proud of. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And today we are discussing the theme of atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Now, what do we mean by that? First, let's start with a story. We yeah. mentioned it last week, but we got to talk about it again because it was we, a big deal. Yeah, we do. Um, we saw a movie, mm -hmm. a legendary movie. Oh, it was. A movie that when seeing it on the big screen was almost transformative. Yeah. A movie known as Howl's Moving Castle. Mm -hmm. What is one of the most iconic parts about that movie is the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, the soundtrack, especially when we were sitting there at the very beginning, <clears throat> we had our popcorn, we had our drink, and the movie starts finally after about a million and a half commercials. Mm -hmm. And that music starts. Yep. And then the scene where you kind of see the castle moving and mm -hmm. you're not sure, but then all of a sudden the clouds move away and there's the castle. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you got the goosebumps. You did. You you're were sitting in. there. Yeah, and you're in a you're in a theater filled with anime nerds just like you. Yeah. So you kind of got my people are here with me. Yeah. And true. and you just it just carries you away. I it mean, is. you literally are like, I'm done. I'm not going to think logically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go away into this fantasy world. And it just pulls you in because of the atmosphere. And I think the music has everything to do with that, especially in the beginning. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack is one of the most iconic. The first mm-hmm. song, I think it's called the either the Carousel of Life or the Carnival of Life. Yeah. I don't remember which. Yeah. But it's one of the most iconic pieces yeah. in anime, yeah. period. But you know, you should go check that out. But there's a guy named John Acuff, and he actually describes our mental life as the soundtrack for our life. Yeah. Because what happens in our mind affects everything in our world. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, well, we can think about our mental success kind of like you would think of a plant that you're putting in the garden. Mm-hmm. It's going to either succeed yeah. or die based on the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. The atmosphere around that plant, how much sun it's getting, how much mm-hmm. water it's getting, what mm-hmm. kind of soil it's in, all of these factors go to define whether that plant makes it and flourishes yeah. or withers. And funny enough, that's a lot of how it is with our mind. Yeah, and a lot of guys don't think about that. They don't think about the atmosphere around their mind it has a lot to do with how they think, yeah. what they're doing. It's kind of like a soundtrack to a movie. I mean, can you imagine watching Star Wars without John Williams' soundtrack? It would It would be just lame. Yeah. It'd feel it, like a documentary. Yeah, it would. I mean, you wouldn't, most, most soundtracks are so integral. Like, like, uh, one of our favorites that we watched, uh, with your mom all the time was Pride and Prejudice, the oh, 2005 yeah. Pride mm-hmm. and Prejudice. The Iconic. music, that music is what I think makes that movie where it's so many people's favorite. Oh yeah. When they talk about their favorite Pride and Prejudice, you've mm-hmm. got the, the TV people, the Colin Firth people, and then the 2005 people. And I think a lot of the 2005, it was a great movie, but the soundtrack is so good. It really was. I think it just carries people away. And I think we have to think about that in our life. What are you surrounding yourself with? What is your atmosphere? Not literally how much sun and water are you getting, although water is a good thing and sun is a good thing. True. (laughs) But, But, you know, we don't think about the atmosphere and what it does to our thinking and really how we live our life. Yeah. As funny as it sounds. There are a ton of things that happen in your world mm-hmm. outside that define what goes on inside. Yeah. What happens outside affects what goes on inside. Yeah. And so that's why we're discussing today the importance of atmosphere. We mm-hmm. all know about self-talk. We discussed that in our course. We dive deep yeah. into that in the in the mental health course. Uh, well, I guess mental success is what we would yeah, call mental it. Mental success. Um <clears throat> But this is the one that we chose, the pillar we chose to discuss because it's very underestimated. Yeah. And I think everybody needs to know about it, even if they don't get into the, the full treatment of it. Yeah, and it's it's one of the easiest things you can do to improve your mental state. It's true. Is is change your atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And and we're we're gonna talk some specifics that you can do, what's out there and how it affects you. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and dive into the first one. Yeah. Content. Mm-hmm. This one's Amongst the more obvious elements of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, it is. But the content you consume, shows, movies, social media, music, Mm -hmm. you name it. Yeah. It affects you. Yeah, it does. It affects you. We talked Mm -hmm. last week a little bit about cynicism. Mm -hmm. And I actually had a story that has to do with that. I 
I love looking at Instagram, not for social media elements, but for memes yeah. and reels, essentially TikToks. But what's funny, I was looking through memes one day, mm-hmm. and this was probably maybe a year ago. And as I did near the end of it, I realized I was like, almost all of these funny memes have a very cynical view behind them. Mm. They're all kind of like bitter. They're all very biting yeah, um, yeah. and making fun of stuff. And I realized like, even though it's making me laugh, it's pushing a really weird worldview. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was just a moment of realization for me that the content I was consuming had a worldview that I didn't necessarily want to have. Yeah, and if you look at at like TikTok, Instagram, when you, when you get into those reels, they have an algorithm mm-hmm. that really sets your content based upon what you watch. So like if I watch like uh, I use TikTok, I'll watch cooking stuff. So guess what? My feed gets full All of cooking, cooking stuff, stuff yeah. which is fine. I'd rather that than a lot of the other stuff that's out there. So So that's what I want. And we have to understand that that's what our mind does. When you're eating something, feeding on something mentally, then that's going to shift how you think, what you mm-hmm. do. So if you're watching something or looking at something that's really cynical, you're going to find yourself getting a cynical attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to be careful of. Um, and then sometimes we watch stuff that just kind of, you know, it's content we don't need, uh, which shows are notorious for putting in there. You know, you're watching something and, well, we're watching the uh, One Piece live action. Which was a surprisingly good rendition. Surprisingly good because Netflix is not known for doing a great job. Well, any of them doing a great job with any live action. Um, But when you're taking anime to live, it's just hard. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's difficult. And with One Piece, you're you're talking a show that's out there. And I thought they did a relatively good job. Yeah. Um, But then right in the middle of that first show, it shows this guy's butt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, that's why? Which was not one in the original no, anime. it's but not two, in the original. It served no purpose for the plot. No. And, and that's almost every, you know, random sex scene yep. or random yep. nudity thing. A lot of times when they put stuff in those movies and shows, it's like serves zero purpose. Yeah, yeah. And they just, just want to, like, hey, we can do this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean- it's just so odd. Yeah. But that stuff, is. you know, you got to be careful because yeah. you don't want that stuff in your brain, you know? Yeah. Well, and and especially men are very visual. And and a lot of times, you know, shows will show women scantily clad and all that because it appeals to men. That's a reality. But I think a lot of men have to really be careful of that, especially if you're married and you want to be faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, guys can get carried away very easily. And that atmosphere will take them to a place they don't want to go. Yeah. And that's where, as men, we have to be careful of the content we watch, what we listen to, what we do, because it can take us to places that we say, well, I didn't mean to do this. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to go there. Well, what were you feeding on? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're watching a lot of garbage, then your life will a lot of times begin to live that out. Yeah. And like music is just consumed with sex. Like if you want music to not be about sex, you're going to have to cut out three-fourths of all songs. Yeah, it's true. It, it's, it's at least going to be implied in almost every song. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's wild that we have to be that cautious, mm-hmm. but we do need to be careful because the content affects what you think about. Because if you hear yeah. every song talking about a one-night stand, yeah, eventually, and it's like glorifying the wonder of the one-night stand, yep. it, that's how you're going to start thinking eventually. Yeah. And that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. 
but it also counts for content that's not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to also recognize is like content can affect you in a negative way that's not necessarily trashy. Yeah. Um, I think of social media travel influencers. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, I love to travel. Yes, I am a I am mm-hmm. a travel nerd. Like yeah. the Maxwell family. Yep, we love it. All of it. International travel specifically. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but on like TikTok, on Instagram, there are these people who are going to all these amazing places. And like yeah. three or four times a week, they're posting of these yeah. places that they're going, these things that they're doing, these restaurants that they're eating. And they're like, oh, you have to go here. Yeah. Oh, you have to try this. Oh, you have to go to this city. This is a city that doesn't have tourism in Japan, but it's amazing. Yeah. You got to go here. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah, I do have to. You're right. And yeah. and I will become discontent mm-hmm. with my current life and my current yeah. budget, to be honest, because yeah. traveling yeah. is not cheap. No. I will. It, it, it arises in me, this this discontentment, mm-hmm. even though the content's not trashy. Yeah. It's not something that like I'd be ashamed of someone seeing me watch. It can bring out a side of me that doesn't really need to be fed. Well, what it does is it, it makes you, like you said, become discontented with what you have, which is what advertising does. Advertising is meant to make you go, I do need a new whatever. Um, like sometimes you'll, you'll see a content provider talk about something, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, these t-shirts are the best. Click Mm -hmm. the link in the bio. And a lot of times you're sitting there going, I think that t-shirt is the best and I'm going to buy it. That's why companies do it because it works. You watch a travel influencer. Like I saw one the other day, a guy posted a video of watching, um, Lord of the Rings at Albert, uh, what is it? Royal Albert the Royal Albert Hall in England, in London, with the London Symphony Orchestra playing the soundtrack live. And I thought, okay, that's going on the list. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's one of those things. I want to do that now. Yeah. Uh, The movie The Way. Mm -hmm. It's an older movie about walking the the Santiago de Capistela. Great movie. Go watch it. And and it's made me where I want to go walk it now. I do. It's it's on my list. I do too. I want to go walk it. And, and so those things influence, and those aren't necessarily bad, but we do have to be careful that we become discontented with, well, my car, mm-hmm. my car is not a new car. Mm-hmm. You know, my clothes aren't new clothes. And, and that can get us into a dangerous place because our content is affecting us. Yeah. And there's a version of that for everybody. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not a travel person, but you're a do-it-yourself kind of guy. Yeah. And anytime you watch something on TV or you read your family handyman, it makes yeah. you, you're like... This is only a two thousand dollar project. Let's yeah. just get it done right now. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like if you're a PC gamer and somebody has built a fresh rig yeah. with like the best graphics card, the best like ridiculous amounts of RAM, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Well, my eight hundred dollar PC isn't anything compared to this guy's twenty thousand dollar one." Yeah, yeah. Or like I had a, I knew a guy who collected guitars, and there are people like that on social media. Mm-hmm. Thirty, forty guitars. Yeah. Like vintage collectors' yeah. items. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm here with my one acoustic, like. That'd be nice, you know? <laughs> I want a guitar room. Yeah, we just have to be careful of the content. Yeah, and a lot of times what happens is the content, we don't even realize what it's doing to us. And and these companies know. I mean, that's their job. Mm-hmm. I don't fault them for it. It's like this morning, I was looking because my mom every year is like, hey, I want a list. I want a list of things you want and for Christmas. So I was looking through thinking what I want, and I was looking at this blender on this site. 
because I'm starting to do a lot of smoothie type things. And it was a really good price. And I thought, I may put that on the list. Mm-hmm. Well, like an hour later, I get an email from them. You want 25% off? Yeah. And I mean, for a moment, I was like, Yes, I do. That's a great deal. Yeah. I, I may need to get that right now. And it was it was hard for me to not pull the trigger because they were pulling me in. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about that deal. They sent me the email about it. So the content got me thinking, I need to buy that now. Mm-hmm. I don't need to buy it now, but I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so content is something like the, the first part of atmosphere that you have to be careful of. Yeah. The second one, and probably the one that people don't pay attention to the most, is your place. Mm-hmm. The power of the physical environment around you. Yeah. We, uh, we've actually discussed this multiple times for our own lives, but we think of a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, if your living room, every piece of furniture in the living room is arranged around watching the TV yeah. and you've got the remote set on the chair right beside where you watch TV. Yeah. What is that space going to push you to do? Yeah. Watch TV. It's going to push it. The same thing happens with your mind. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a place that is naturally, maybe it's cluttered. Yeah. It's dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's, you know, hot and just kind of uncomfortable. Is that going to encourage a good thought life? Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably not. Yeah. So we have to begin to look at our spaces. What kind of thoughts does this space make it easy to think? Yeah, and, and it's one of those that you really look at. I think it was Jordan Peterson who, when he said he would start working with people, would tell him, just clean out one drawer, mm. organize one drawer. And, and it's helping them create a comfortable, good space and that helps them go to the other drawer and the other drawer. Right. And and it's amazing. If you get a room clean and organized and looking nice, a lot of times that becomes your favorite room in the house. Mm-hmm. It becomes the room you want to be in. And then you look at people whose house is absolutely chaos, or you go to someone's house who's kind of a hoarder, mm-hmm. and, and you look at their life, a lot of times they just want to live in denial. Mm. It's not that bad. It's it's everyone's house is like this. And, and we can do that with stuff in our life. And, and our environment has a lot to do with that. And we have to be careful as men that we don't create these environments that are really hurting us, that are, that are causing us to do maybe what's the easy thing and not the hard things that we need to do in life. Like the TV. You know, I've got a big TV. It's the centerpiece of my living room. And I'm thinking, okay, what I want to do is get a house where I can have a media room and then my living room can be that. Because right now I have no other place to put mm-hmm. it because we have the studio here. I have my office. And then uh, there's a guy who lives here with me and he's got the other bedroom. So I could kick him out, but I don't think he would appreciate that. No, I don't think I'd make Josh very happy. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. I don't wouldn't. think you'd like that. <laughs> but it's one of those things that we have to understand that we do have agency over that. And sometimes it could be something as simple as organizing a room, organizing space. Like when you organize your desk at work, a lot of times you feel more productive Mm -hmm. when you do that. Where if Mm -hmm. your desk is cluttered, you're in a room surrounded by people that's cluttered, it's hard to concentrate. Yeah. And businesses know this too. Mm -hmm. Like like companies will pay more money to have their products placed at eye level. Yeah. That's that's a thing you can purchase at supermarkets because they know where you're naturally going to look. Nobody walks around like this. Yeah. Just looking down. 
or looking up. Yeah. They look forward. Yeah. And so they want their stuff to be to where, hey, I want them thinking of my brand. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to have them thinking of my brand, I want it to be in this space that's easiest to look. Yeah. We can begin to steal those principles and use them to our advantage. Yeah, we can. If you want to develop a, let's say one of the best things you can do for your mind is to develop a habit of reading Mm -hmm. or journaling maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe make it to where in your living room, the chair that you normally sit in just has the journal in it. Yep. Or it just has the reading thing in it. Yeah. You know, you can have it to where your space instead of working against you. Because if you have your journal in the separate room, yeah. just writing a sentence is going to take you going to the other end of the house, mm-hmm. grabbing the journal, finding a pen, going back and sitting down just to start writing. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not going to do that. No. Probably no, not. It's not. And like just recently I put up in my bedroom some shelves with books and I have a chair in there and created my own little reading space. Mm -hmm. And in the morning, that's like become my favorite. I have my computer, I have books, I can get some writing done in the morning, I can see what's going on around the world, Mm -hmm. and I can do it all right there. So when I go to my office in the house, I'm going to work. Yeah, I've got the two different spaces. Plus, it's a lot easier to read there. I've got music playing. I've created a space where I want to go in there. Mm-hmm. I want to do that sometimes instead of watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we want to do is find those things that fit us and help us make those decisions that make us better. Yeah, your physical space mm-hmm. makes a difference. That's the second element of atmosphere. Yeah. So we've hit content. We've hit space. We cannot talk about atmosphere and not discuss people. Yeah. Because peer pressure is real. It is. And it can either be a bad thing Mm -hmm. or it can be a good thing. Well, peer pressure never ends. A lot of times we think of peer pressure, we think of school. Mm -hmm. We think of, you know, elementary school, junior high, high school. Adults have peer pressure. Yeah. They do. You know, there's old sayings like keeping up with the Joneses and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's a reality. Mm -hmm. If people move into a neighborhood and everybody in that neighborhood has a certain type car, they're going to feel pressure to get a certain type of car. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And we have to be careful of that when we get around people that we don't let those people kind of uh, influence us in what we do and how we do it. Yeah, the new normal mm-hmm. almost is. Well, yeah. let's think of it like this. There's the whole meme. It's on a, it's on SNL, a negative Nancy. Yeah. Or I guess if it's a guy, it's a negative Ned. Yeah. But it's somebody who... Their negativity has become their personality. Yeah. When you yeah. get around a person like that, it's hard to think positive. Yeah. yeah. But then the opposite is true. When you're getting around people who think positively, it becomes easier to do that. Yeah. And we have to remember that because a lot of people will, you know, will get in those situations around certain family members, you know, and you're like, oh, no. Here comes Aunt Susie. Mm-hmm. And you know, and Aunt Susie is going to tell you every medical condition she has. Yeah, she and wants her life you to is know. terrible. And, and we have to be careful that that doesn't bring us down with our friends, with the people we hang around and stuff like that, because we have a choice. A lot of times we do have a choice who we mm-hmm. hang out with. Now, some family, you know, you see them in the holidays, they are who they are. Mm-hmm. But, but you don't have to be that person. Mm-hmm. And then you can hang around people. Your friends can be people who encourage you and not discourage you in that. Yeah, it's true. And I think that's one of the reasons that CrossFit became so big yeah. and like these exercise classes mm-hmm. is because it's a positive version yeah. of peer pressure. If you want to get healthy, 
one of the top things you can do is get around people that are healthy. Yeah. Get around people that exercise. Get around people who love it. Yeah. And you will naturally develop a love for it. Yeah. It's one of the best things you can do spiritually. If you want to grow in your spiritual health, mm-hmm. get around people who are all about God and who are pursuing him with all their heart. Yeah. You will develop that. If you want to learn how to be vulnerable with your wife, get around guys who know how to be honest with themselves yeah. and be yeah. honest with others and verbalize it. Yeah. And you will begin to pick up their habits. Yeah. It's like, well, remember we went to a spin class for a while at a gym we yep. were members of. Push and, it, push it. Yeah. And there was a guy, was it Steve? Yep. Was his name? I think it was And, Steve. and we go like, what, 5.30, 6 in the morning? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy early. But this guy, I don't know what he did, how he got so up. But he was Mr. Positive, mm-hmm. and he made it to where you're like, yeah, I I love this. I, and, I love being here at 6 a.m. suffering and almost vomiting. And it was it was hard work, but we went for a while, mm-hmm. mainly because of Steve. Yeah, Steve we liked him. Steve was so positive. Steve was so great and just made it to where I, I love this. And that's what you want to find. Find those people who are like that, and maybe you could be that person for someone else. It's true because no matter in what position you're in, you're probably ahead of somebody else. Yeah. So you can help somebody. Yeah. So our challenge to you today is to find the ways that atmosphere can be an asset for you, the ways that it can bring the best out of you. And the first area that that would be would be in content. Yeah. There are thousands of books that are going to be good to read. There are so many options. Yeah, and there's a lot of options. Like you can read it. You can get it on Kindle. True. You can listen to it. You can go to the library. I mean, you yeah. can get them free. For free. Yeah. And yeah. In fact, I just saw something the other day. I may go back and get a library subscription because they've got it where you can get an app on your TV mm. to watch movies. No way. You can get a thing where you can listen to books based on your library card membership. And I was like, is that true? So I'm going to look it up. But there's a lot of options out there that don't have to be expensive yeah. that you can do. You can go to Goodwills and find good books. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of them sell them online um, through like Amazon. You can buy used wow. books for like a buck or two. And and so there's a lot of things you can do in the book world. And then, of course, there's scripture. That's going to be one know, of the best. Reading scripture, listening to scripture. I love listening to the Bible. There's all kinds of free apps you can do that with. And then what's your favorite, Bible Project? Bible Project Mm -hmm. is a website with literal YouTube videos, courses, word studies. It can help you learn how to engage the Bible. Because I think one of our biggest problems with Scripture is it's a very different kind of literature. It's different than any book you're going to read, any story, any self-help thing. It is was written thousands of years ago mm-hmm. for a ancient Hebrew audience in the Near East. Yeah, And so we have to do a little bit of work mm-hmm. to being able to understand it. Yeah, to get and the being, context. Yeah, it's almost kind of like learning a new language a little mm-hmm. bit, but it is one of the most worthwhile pursuits that you could yeah. ever do. So that's another great way to get some content that's going to help yeah. you. Even music. Like yeah. music, there is such a thing as music that doesn't talk about sex. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> you know, like uh, you you listen to music when you write, don't you? Yeah. I listen to uh, soundtrack music. Mm-hmm. So I like music without words. Mm-hmm. And uh, soundtrack music, there's all kinds of groups. I mean, from actual movie soundtracks, but then that's a whole genre mm-hmm. of people who just make movie music 
it's not really for a specific movie. It just has that same feel. Yeah. And and I have a whole writing playlist that I play in the background when I'm writing, trying to create. And you can do that for yourself when mm-hmm. you're exercising, when you're driving. You can put on music that kind of helps your mood in different ways. And it mm-hmm. makes the atmosphere you're in just feel better. Yeah. Like if you want to write something good, mm-hmm. go to the Skyrim soundtrack and uh-huh. find the song Far Horizons yeah. or The Streets of White Run. Yeah. You gonna be writing great masterpiece <laughs> yeah. stuff. I quick. love Skyrim. Their so, sound, that soundtrack is one of the best. It is one of the best. Mm-hmm. And, and it, but music can bring good out of you. Yeah, it doesn't just have to be a dance beat singing about having a one night stand. Yeah. There's more to music than that. You there know, is. so that's another good form of content you can yeah. get. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about how we can utilize our physical place, our our space, to yeah. be able to be an asset for us. Well, what you want to do is think about what am I doing in my space? What does my space make me feel? Um, it could be your bedroom. Maybe you're having trouble sleeping. Or maybe if you decluttered your bedroom and made it, you know, really kind of kind of streamlined it, you would feel better. Right. Um, any room. I, I've known people who've done a closet and they said it, it makes them want to do the whole house. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard Jordan Peterson talk about he would tell young men, just do your sock drawer. You know, organize one drawer and then see what happens. And and what it is is it begins where they're like, I feel better because I've done something. And I think for us as men, we want to look in our environment. What's our car look like? What's our house look like? I'm not saying stuff has to be immaculate, mm. but it can be organized. It can be neat. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel better. And I'm not saying you have to transform everything in one weekend, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like an extreme home makeover. But just start the process. Maybe your desk being cluttered is hurting you thinking. Mm. Maybe your dinner table having a lot of extra stuff on it is hurting you from from really engaging in conversation with the family. Those are things you can do something about. Yeah. I've heard you say before, like the dinner table. Mm -hmm. That's what made me think of it. You mentioned like having a no phone policy. Yeah. Well, putting your phones in another place yeah. makes that space something where it's not entertainment, it's conversation time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can do stuff like that. You ask yourself the question, how can I design my space to make the right things easy and fun? Mm-hmm. Not just the right things to do, but the right things to think. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, you can like if you the place you work, let's say you work in a place that is dark. Yeah. A place that is just cramped it's probably going to be hard to be creative in that space. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason why people love going to coffee shops when they work. Yeah, and, you do. know, because if you notice, a lot of coffee shops are designed where there's a lot of natural light yeah. or maybe it's very cozy and it makes you feel mm-hmm. homey. You know, th- they understand the importance of designing your space. Yeah, we do. can use that to our advantage. Mm-hmm. It can It can become a big help if the space you're in naturally encourages the kind of thoughts you want to think yeah. and the kind of person you want to become. Yeah, it's true. Um, I would say another one that we cannot forget is people. Yeah. You know, how cover people. Yeah. So give, give the guys some tips on if they want to get good people, good positive peer pressure in their life. What, what could that look like? Well, one, you want to try to find some friends. Um, and people say, well, I don't have any friends. And a lot of men don't, a lot of men don't have close friends. Well, start by being friendly. (laughs) That's true. If you reach out to someone else, they may feel the same way you do. And then all of a sudden you have a friend. Mm -hmm. But there's some easy ways to do it. If you have a hobby, maybe you like to collect, you know, uh, war artifacts. Maybe you like to 
do photography. Maybe you like to exercise. There's different things. You can find a group somewhere that does something similar to you and, and you can become friends. I know people who love sports. They love their college football team. So they and a group of friends every year do tailgating yeah. together. And that's kind of their thing. And the relationships they have last all year round mm -hmm. from that. So find those things that maybe you have in common with people mm -hmm. that you can do together. Uh, recently, when we were going to a game, I stopped at a donut shop mm -hmm. to buy us some, some food to, on the drive up. And there was a group of older guys sitting 6.30 in the morning at the donut shop yep. just having a great time. Mm -hmm. And they're probably up there most every day mm -hmm. just connecting with friends. And there's a part of you that's like, I want to. I want a group of guys to do I that. I want a donut shop yeah. hangout squad. I know. I want to have. I want. I want to have my life set up where I can just go to the donut shop with a bunch of friends. Mm -hmm. But, but you can do something. A lot of guys sit and they say, "I don't have any." Mm -hmm. The thing you want to do is be proactive in finding friends, mm -hmm. finding people to connect with. Yeah, and and if you're wondering what kind of person should I be around, what kind of mentor am I looking for, mm -hmm. find people who live the reality that you dream of making your reality. Yeah. Uh, that sounds actually, you know, really high and lofty. Let's make it practical. Think of health. We yeah. talked about health last month. Yeah. Um, one of the best things you can do to make your health consistent is get around healthy people. Mm -hmm. I mentioned the story of me and Andrew. Yeah. He was a very healthy person from yeah. the moment I met him. And it got me thinking, like, I, I kind of want to be healthy. Yeah. And it was simply a positive peer pressure thing. It was. And it's something that benefits me to this day because I got around somebody that's healthy. Mm -hmm. You can do the same thing. Let's say you you dream of be starting a business. Yeah, Hang around with people that have successfully started businesses mm -hmm. because it's just normal for them. And yeah. you want their normal to become your normal. If you want to grow spiritually, yeah. get in a church and hang out with people who are very mature spiritually and yeah. they will begin to rub off on you. Yes, Peer pressure can be negative, but let's use it as one of our greatest positive assets. Yeah, it can be. And I think, again, like everything else, you just got to be intentional. It's not going to happen by accident. No, no. But that's what we do. We're men. We put that in, and that'll do a lot for you mentally because you're doing something on purpose. Yeah, and that's what we want you to introduce to your life. That's why we created the Mental Success Course. That's why we're doing this podcast. That's why we made the 4D Success Model mm -hmm. We want you to bring intentionality to the core fundamental areas of your life so that you can be successful inside, and then eventually you can be that person for somebody else. Yeah. You can pour into other people. You can be a person not just of influence, but a person of positive impact in the world around you. We want you to live a life you can be proud of. Go check out that course if you really want to be intentional about your mental success. But we're going to be discussing these topics for the coming weeks. Mm -hmm. And we would just encourage you, stick with us. Apply these things. Ask these questions that we talked about. Because if you do, you are going to be miles ahead of yep. most people most men in yep. this world, because yeah. a lot of guys are just letting life happen to them. But we want you to happen to life and bring intentionality so you can live a life you can be proud of. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Thriving Man Podcast. If you want to check out more resources from David and Reese, you can go to thrivingman.com. We'll see you in the next episode.